Welcome to Queen Bees, where an 80s baby that drinks, curses, and tells it like it is, is here to inspire, encourage, and empower others. No candy coating here. With the occasional cursing and lots of laughs, I am Tina, and I like white rum, true crime, and a good time. All right, my lovelies. So we're back with a fresh new episode. Welcome to Queen Bees. If you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, thank you. If you like what you're hearing, scroll on down in iTunes, hit those stars, leave a review, bump us up on those charts so we can spread the love and share and encourage with others. So I just got stood up on a Zoom meeting, waited around for like 10 minutes. They never joined, completely blew me off, but I already have this time slot set aside for recording. So I'm gonna take advantage of that and record the finding financial relief for you guys. It's been quite a week. I'm moving into a different position at my regular full-time job, so I've been learning all of that. My son has had baseball, and then both my son and daughter had to go through hunter safety course. So I haven't been getting home till like eight, nine o'clock, four days out of the week. Friday's the only day that I'm home at a decent time. Dinners have been uh, fast food from the gas station or cereal or whatever they can find in the fridge because I was not prepared for how busy I got and things started falling off my plate which is not great, so I will be resetting this weekend and getting lots of meal prep done and a bunch of other things that I need to catch up on. Hopefully I can get some relaxation time in there too because that is much needed. Other than that, I have nothing else new to share with you, so let's dive right into this Finding Financial Relief. What is the first thing that you would tell someone that is looking to find financial relief? Save, save, save. Even if it's only $5 per week, you have to start somewhere. As you get things paid down, you can begin to up how much you set into your savings. And this is not an overnight process, and you have to stick with it no matter how hard it may get. The way I do it is I direct deposit my check and I have it set that so much goes into this savings account, so much goes into this other savings account, and then another savings account, and then the remainder goes into my checking. So I have three different savings accounts. One is set for like our house 
and other major bills to be paid out of. So a set amount from each check gets sent over to that savings account to ensure that all of our major bills are paid, along with my husband's paycheck. His is set up the same way. Then I have a second savings account that said amount of money goes into and money is taken out every month from my financial guy that does my Roth. And then the remainder that is in there is also my Christmas fund. So two things go in for that. Half of it comes out every month. The other half stays in there. And at the end of the year, I have so much money set aside for Christmas shopping. Then I have my third savings account that I send a certain amount of money to each and every week. That is just a emergency fund. So like the dishwasher took a shit and we need money. Your fridge broke or you need a new tire, or a rock came up and chipped your windshield so bad that it cracked, and you need to replace that. Those kinds of emergencies. What is the second thing that you would tell them? If you can pay for it in cash, or if you can't pay for it in cash, don't buy it. So if you're charging things to your credit card all the time and you're not able to pay that balance off every month or every time that you use it, cut those cards up, get rid of them. If you can't control your spending with a credit card, don't get them for yourself. If you do have a credit card that gets you, say, miles or points or you get cash back or some kind of benefit from having it, only charge to it what you can pay. So if you have $50 in your pocket and you know you need a new pair of shoes and you only have $50, but you want to use the card so that you get the points or the cash back or whatever, you still only pick out a pair of shoes that are $50, then you take your $50 that you have and you immediately pay what you just charged to that card. Hopefully that makes sense. That's how I do it anyway, because I, when I was younger, I was just charging, charging, charging. And then it got completely out of control and I was drowning in debt, cut up all my cards, didn't pay for anything on any card. I had no credit cards whatsoever. For like seven years now I am much better with my finances and saving and that's why I'm sharing it with you guys what is the third thing that you would advise to cut off any unnecessary expenditures and cut down any bills that you can use coupons Shop at discount stores, thrift shops, stop buying shit that you don't need. Yes, I know there are things that you want to buy, but they are not necessarily needed. You do not need 
that $6 coffee every morning for your favorite from your favorite shop. You do not need 12 tumblers because they are cute. And you do not need six different streaming subscriptions. Cancel the ones that you watch the least or just cancel all of them. Wait for movies to be free instead of paying $6 to rent them. Stop running through the drive-thru for food. First, it's not even good for you. Second, you can get better options and prices by meal prepping. So here are a few examples. We only have one TV subscription, which is Amazon Prime right now. I cut back on all the other ones because I felt that it was an unnecessary expenditure that we could be putting money towards something else. We also had no TV subscription for three years after our business went under and we took a huge hit in our finances and had to cut everywhere that we possibly could and only spend on our necessities. So I cut off our TV subscription. We went to prepaid phones. We had no internet. I set up a budget for our monthly spending to make sure that all of our major bills were still paid like our house, vehicles, insurance, things like that that you absolutely need. You don't need TV. You don't need a cell phone. You don't need 25 pairs of shoes, even though I have 60 on the wall in my closet because I do have a shoe addiction. But I have uh, gotten a little bit better. Just, just a tad little smidge sliver like a hair all right half a hair better on my shoes shoe habit plants too I really have a hard time like this time of year when you go to the store and you just see all these beautiful plants oh my god it's it's like it's like gambling I just can't stop I'm like ooh I could really I could use this one and it's only 297. But I have to remind myself that it's not a need, it's a want. So I put myself in check and keep it under control these days, for the most part. We also cut out eating out and started meal planning when our business went under. And it actually really helped us a lot with our grocery bill, which went from like a thousand dollars a month down to four to five hundred dollars a month. Another thing that we've done over the years is we started purchasing a whole cow from a local farmer, paying them, and then we have to pay the butcher fee. And then we fill an entire freezer with a cow. And we also purchase a pig, fill the other freezer with a pig. 
the prices of the meat end up being significantly less than the store prices. Yes, you're paying for all of it up front. So my cow was $850, but we had that money set aside because we had planned for it. And then throughout the year, because that whole cow is going to last us an entire year for five people. Throughout the year, I have money going to savings accounts. So I have that money when the cow gets processed in late winter, early spring for us to pay the farmer and the butcher. Same with the pig. So that also helped cut down on my weekly grocery bill from the regular store because I'm only buying chicken and fish from the store and then, you know, your fruits, vegetables, bread, milk, cheese, those kinds of things. As I said, we also went on a prepaid cell phone plan that is set at, we go through Cricket. I find them to have the best deal for our area and our service coverage. We have four lines, plus we also have a hotspot because we do live in a Northwoods area where internet is slim pickings around here. And my entire monthly bill is $120 when we switched from Verizon, which was like $400 a month, that was, you know, tremendous for us. Right now it's 120. When we first switched, it was just my husband and I. So it was only like a $70 plan. And then we added the oldest when she got old enough to have a phone. And now our middle child has a phone as well. And then with my husband's gaming and me doing the podcast, we needed better internet service, so we added on the hotspot. So we're sitting a little better financially now and can do that. If you cannot have a hotspot or four lines, just get one line. If you absolutely need a cell phone. And figure out how you're going to do it. It can be done. So after 10 long years, we are finally to the point where we are sitting much better financially. We have several savings plans set up for emergencies. We have paid off several credit cards and loans. We were able to finish renovating our living space downstairs and are now working towards renovating our beautiful 70s kitchen with the mustard yellow linoleum floor that is falling apart because it's so fecking old. Yeah. Can't wait for that to happen. And when it does, I will definitely be sharing some pictures on Facebook and Instagram. Best believe it. 
What is the fourth thing that you would tell someone? To create more income for yourself to pay things off faster. There are many creative ways that you can hustle to get where you want in life. You can sell your used clothes and accessories on Poshmark, Facebook. There's a whole, bun a whole bunch of places that you can sell your old clothes that you're not and shoes and necklaces and bracelets and watch watches, even kids' toys that they don't use anymore that are still in good condition. Sell it. Make some money on the side. You can also sell furniture or other items on like the Facebook marketplace. You can repurpose that furniture and then sell it on Etsy or Craigslist. Use your unique skills to produce extra income. Income. You can clean a house or a cabin on the weekends for a little extra money. Most of those type jobs are done by are paid by the job, not necessarily by the hour. So if you find someone that has a cabin that they're only up on the weekends, so they want you to come, you know, Monday or Tuesday after they leave, clean the whole cabin out so it's all nice and fresh for them to come back the following weekend. Or maybe it's an Airbnb that people rent out that they need cleaned on a regular basis. You could do something like that and set it up as you get paid by the job, not by the hour. You can do some babysitting, even as an adult. Make some money doing that, hanging out with some kids, letting some other parents go out and have a fun night, make some money on the side. You can make crafts. You can do some sewing projects. If you are good with a sewing machine or know how to alter clothing, you could do some seamstress work on the side, especially during like prom and homecoming season when all those teenage girls are buying those dresses, but they need some minor alterations done just so that it sits on their body perfectly. We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So like I said, there's an array of things that you can do to accomplish the goals that you have set. And you don't have to kill yourself doing six different jobs. You can work from home or use the resources you already have available. And you have to be consistent and remind yourself when you get overwhelmed or feel like you aren't getting anywhere that you are. Track your savings. Track your progress as well. So 
what we did was write down all of our bills, every single one of them, everything, electric, TV, internet, car, any credit card that we had, our groceries, our gas, our eating out money, our fun money, our going to the movies money, wrote everything down, and then each month I would go through it and write down how much it went down, how much we saved, which ones I've completely paid off or got rid of or eliminated, and then rearranged where money was going. So, so like I said, we cut off the TV, which was a $100 expenditure that we just couldn't afford anymore. But I really only had $50 of that money because we were up underwater on the verge of filing bankruptcy when our business went under. So I then took that $50 and split it, put $25 into savings, took the other $25 and started applying $25 extra to a credit card payment so that we could get it down faster. So that's one way of eliminating it. You can do the snowball where once, say, your credit card with $1,000 on it and it's a $100 payment every month. Just as an example, you finally get that credit card paid off. So you have that $100 now, but you have your vehicle payment that's, say, $320. Now you take that $100 that you were paying towards that credit card and adding it to your $320 vehicle payment and paying $420 a month towards your vehicle and you'll get it paid down even faster. That's the snowball effect is one way that you can do it. There's several different ways that you can do it. We did the snowball effect. You can also just pick one to start with. You don't have to start with your lowest. Like they'll say, start with your, your lowest bill. Like, but the total amount due. So your lowest credit card is say $1,000 is completely charged to it. That's your, your lowest loan payment type bill that you need to just completely get rid of. You then your next one is your vehicle payment. And then the next one after that is your other vehicle payment. So you pay on the smallest one first, get that taken care of. Then you take that money from that one, apply to the next bill, so on and so forth. Another way that you can do it is just pick the highest interest rates one and put your money towards that to get that paid off then take that money that you were paying towards that bill and move to the next highest interest rate payment so of course credit cards usually have 
a high interest rate payment. Their interest rates are usually somewhere between 18 and 37%. So if you pick the credit card that has a 37% interest rate on it, so every time you charge something, you get also get charged 37% for not paying it off in that month. Then you have another credit card, and that one's at 18%. So you start with the high interest with credit card of 37%. Once that one's paid, you take the money that you were paying towards that credit card, add it to your existing payment to the 18% credit card, then get that one paid off and just keep moving uh, around that way to get your bills paid down. It's another way of doing it. The, what is the fifth thing that you would tell someone? To start buying quality items and wait for deals and maximizing your groceries. As I stated earlier, we purchase a cow, we purchase a pig from a local farmer, pay the local farmer, also pay the butcher, and we have two freezers stocked full of beef and pork for the entire year. The cost is tremendously lower per pound, and the quality of the meats are way better. You're supporting a local farmer, a local butcher shop, not corporate businesses that charge you out the ass for non-quality meat that just tastes like shit. Once, once you go this route, I promise you, you will never want to go back. It's the same thing as having fresh farm eggs. They taste completely different than store-bought eggs, and once you've had fresh farm eggs, you won't want to buy store-bought eggs ever again. I promise. Just try it. You'll like it. You can save money by growing and canning your own food. Yes, there is going to be an initial startup cost, but you will end up saving money in the long run. And you can start off slow and build your way up. You don't necessarily have to have a large yard to do a huge garden. You can live in an apartment and do uh, containers that you put plants in. And you don't have to buy expensive containers either. You can repurpose and reuse containers that you already have. You can go to the dollar store. If you've got old paint cans, drill some holes in the bottom, clean them out really good, use those as containers. If you've got old milk jugs or your Tide Pod containers, all of those things can be used as planters to start out so you don't necessarily have to go out and spend a bunch of money on pots or building these huge garden beds if you just don't have the money to start out that way. But you can start small, get yourself some produce growing, harvest it. Even if you don't can it and you just use it throughout the summer, it also cuts down on your grocery bill. 
and it tastes much, much, much better. I also save the seeds from those plants to grow for the next season. So your initial start would be then just buying the seeds to start growing things. And as you are harvesting all of your produce, start saving the seeds and you will have them for next year's garden that you want to grow. And I also do lots and lots and lots of canning. If you don't have canning materials or aren't into canning, getting into it, I would suggest starting out slow because it, it, it does cost money to get into canning. But you can find things at discounted or cheaper rates, especially if you check thrift stores, Facebook Marketplace, watch rummage sales, estate sales. Especially estate sales, you might be able to find like the pressure canner. Those normally run 100 to 200 dollars brand new. If you can find one at an estate sale for say 50 bucks, you just saved yourself 50 to 150 dollars. Watch for people selling canning jars rather than buying them brand new from the store. Things like that. And you don't necessarily need all that other fancy equipment like the claws to get the jars out and everything. I mean, it's great to have those things, but you don't necessarily need all of that extra equipment. And you can find some really great canning videos and instructions on YouTube. There is a lady that I follow on TikTok. I will have her link in my show notes. She is fantastic when it comes to preser preserving your food. Absolutely amazing. She will save you tons of money. When you do do grocery shopping, watch for the sales, buy extras to freeze or can so that you don't have to buy it when it is expensive. You can also join a Facebook group where they share steals and deals for products. We are part of a group that shares tons of great deals daily from clothing to toys, batteries, kitchen supplies, and much, much more. We shared it on our steals and deals episode. That was two weeks ago, which if you haven't listened to it, you should, because that has a ton of money-saving tips in there. And you can also get some great deals on things and then set them aside for when you do need them. So, like with that, I got some extra iPhone chargers for $8. It was a four-pack for $8. They're like six-foot-long cords. $8. Four cords. Six-foot-long. That's a fucking deal. So, I bought two. And I set them aside so when 
one of our cords breaks, I can just go grab one and replace it right away instead of having to go to Walmart or Target or Costco or wherever you shop and paying $20 for one cord. There was also some water balloons. I just ordered them again because they were on sale again. It's like 450 water balloons and it's the ones that you hook up to the hose and they just fill with the water. I just got another 450 package for like $13.99. That's a great deal. Because the ones at Walmart, I think, are like 100, 100 balloons for $9.96 or something. So I just got four times that amount for just a couple bucks more. And buying great quality items that are actually going to last for a long time, if not a lifetime, is a game changer. One of those examples would be your cookware. Every single year for my birthday, my kids and my husband would buy me a whole new set of pots and pans because the previous year's pots and pans were all dented, scratched, and just destroyed. And pots and pans are not cheap anymore. They are expensive. Even if you get those whole kits that have, you know, the two pots and like three saucepans and then it comes with the lids so it's like an eight piece set they're like 80 to 200 dollars for these sets of pots and pans so i told my husband that i didn't want them anymore i also didn't like the teflon lining in there chipping off and then possibly being in our food so i completely switched to cast iron i only have stainless steel pots and stock pots and then my cast iron and I have lots and lots and lots of cast iron I was gifted some pieces from my grandfather's house after he passed away I was also gifted some from a friend after her parents passed away and she cleaned out their house she had several cast iron pans and she asked if I would like them and of course who doesn't want extra cast iron pans for free because those are expensive and I watched the flea market thrift stores and rummage sales every time that I would go and I would grab some I did buy a couple of brand new pieces just to get started with and the one well bleh, bleh, bleh. clearly my coffee is kicking in the Lodge brand at Walmart is not outrageously expensive. You can get a decent size piece for like 20 bucks. And as long as you properly take care of them, they will last you your lifetime, your children's lifetime, your grandchildren's lifetime, and probably your great-grandchildren's lifetime, and more and more and more and more and more. Well, that's all I've got for my tips on finding financial relief. And I came up with all of these after going through some serious financial struggles when our business went under and almost filing bankruptcy and having to really readjust how we handled our finances.
hopefully these tips will help you out in some way. If you have any more that you would like to share with me, I am more than welcome to hear them and to learn from them. Please send them over to queenbeespodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook, on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. And there is a Facebook group called Queen Bee's Rap Session. You can share it on there. There's also recipes that are shared, just funny conversations, other tips and tricks, and empowering and encouraging advice from others just to boost us up because who doesn't want to be a queen? Until next time.